the U.S. economy is rolling like a freight train with seemingly no signs of slowing down. Can it continue? We'll discuss on this episode of In the Know. I'm Justin Domini. Before we begin, let's take a quick pause for the cause. I'm happy to report that In the Know is now available wherever your favorite podcasts are found. Feel free to download and subscribe via the Apple Podcast app, Google Play, or Stitcher. Simply search KPMG's In the Know. And as always, thanks for listening. Back to today's episode and our topic, the U.S. economy. With yet another strong jobs report last month, the economy has routinely dodged speculation by some that a slowdown is imminent. How long can this trend last? And what factors are driving economic growth? My colleague Matt Weiss sat down with KPMG's chief economist, Constance Hunter, to discuss this very topic. And here's that conversation. Matt Weiss here with Constance Hunter. Constance, no shortage of news in the economy, but I want to start with something that hasn't happened in half a century, and that is an unemployment rate of 3.6% in the United States. And the big question, how long can this continue? Matt, it's great to be here, and that is a really important question. One of the reasons it hasn't happened in half a century is because long expansions of this nature are very rare. We are on record to be the longest expansion in post-World War II history, and probably we will exceed that and set new records with the length of the expansion as well. So this low unemployment rate goes part and parcel with the long length of the expansion. But of course, this begs the question, how long can that last? And the answer to that question is wrapped up in two things. First, one of the things that usually curtails an unemployment rate at these types of lows is higher wages, which of course limits demand, and higher inflation as a result of those higher wages, which causes higher interest rates. And that, of course, also curtails demand within the economy. The second thing that tends to curtail or limit the amount of time we can have this kind of record low unemployment is the limits of the size of the labor force. And so we already see through survey data that the number of firms that are saying we can't find qualified workers is at two-decade highs. So when we combine these factors, if the expansion is not derailed by other factors, eventually we expect to see higher wages and some upward pressure on inflation. And I'm glad you talked about other factors because that has been in the news lately. And I want to talk specifically about the uncertainty we're seeing between the United States and China. Your thoughts, Constance, on how ultimately this will play out and what is the threat to the economic expansion presented by the tariff uncertainty. Yeah, and I'm glad you raised that. I think first it's important to set the stage that there is very large headline risk around the tariff uncertainty between China and the U.S., but there is other tariff uncertainty in the background as well. Don't forget, we still need to ratify the USMGA, which is the new version of NAFTA, and there are valid reasons not to expect Congress, either the House or Senate, to rubber stamp that. Furthermore, the administration is discussing the possibility of increasing tariffs on certain European goods. So this is wide-ranging. Now, of course, that front and center issue of China and the U.S., in my opinion, is not going to be resolved easily. And that is for several reasons. One, we have a fundamental difference 
in our approach to how economies should be run between China and the U.S. And historically, what trading partners have done with China is talk to them about how integrating with the Western systems is in line with their interests in growing their economy. And that, of course, used to be the philosophy. There's a famous Deng Xiaoping quote, I don't care if the cat is black or white, so long as it catches the mouse. But now there seems to be a preference for which color the cat is. And she is leading a communist party in China that really wants to have central control, that wants to have champion industries, and that wants some of the things that the U.S. and our Western trading counterparts don't necessarily feel as fair within the world trading system. So these fundamental differences are not easy to resolve. And so while we may get some sort of deal eventually, this is at the crux of this disagreement. And it's one of the reasons we are now proceeding down the path we are on. Now that we are on this path of escalation, I wouldn't expect the Chinese to back down anytime soon, nor would I necessarily expect the current administration to back down anytime soon. So this is a cloud over the global economy, in part because of the actual frictions that it causes and reduction in demand as a result of higher tariffs, but also because it raises what we call the volatility index. And when we see that volatility, that VIX index raised, we also see that that causes higher corporate cost of financing. And so higher cost of capital in terms of equity and higher terms of capital in terms of debt. And both of these factors do serve to slow economic growth. Well, Constance, great insights as always. Thank you for being here today. I hope you enjoyed our discussion and thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on In the Know.